Greetings, shade throwers. This is Shandrika the Unicorn. No relation to Megan the Stallion, although we may be sisters in a past life. Um, <laughs> this is your auntie speaking, letting you know that this episode is going to be a um, uh, remix from last episode. It is basically the scrap pieces that we left on the cutting room. Uh, from the Chris X Fitness episode, since it started to run a little bit long, we didn't get a chance to record this past weekend due to some family emergencies, but we ask that you guys keep us in your hearts and in your prayers. Continue to send your questions as well as topic suggestions to teapotpodcast at gmail.com, as well as follow us and join our conversation on IG and Twitter at the Teapot Podcast. We love you guys and thank you for rocking with us. Now, here we go. All right, and we're back. Uh, we're gonna finish a little bit more with the brew because these hoes are long winded. My mama is calling me, y'all. Oh, Lord, put her on speaker. <laughs> oh, child. Hello. Hello. Mama. Huh? Mama. Mama. Mama, you drinking? She ain't the only one. Hello. Mama. Okay, y'all sound like Migos right now. Hey, mama! <laughs> she had us in her booty pocket. I know she didn't. Mom. This is a day in the life of me, y'all. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's a whole argument. <laughs> she butt out you. Sick of it. Hilarious. Just know. Just no, call because she want to call and talk to me. It's you, you her go to, you know. When things go bad, I butt down. You she, are her speed dial. Do they even have that even on speed dial? I don't know. <laughs> That's cute or whatever. Um, well, uh, in the news, Jeannie Mai and Young Jeezy have been spotted around. They are now dating. Hey. Even though it was alleged a couple months back, especially after Jeannie Mai had her whole little breakup thing, people are kind of, well, not even kind of, people are offended because Jeannie, uh, not, well, I, it was a couple years ago, back when she was actually married to her husband. Mm-hmm. She made a comment. This was even back when Tamar was on the show. 2014. And exactly. I remember watching this. She made the comment that she likes having dark meat on the side and oh. having, you know, the white meat as the main course. What kind of shit is that? Now, Tamar and and Lonnie and... I was Tamar for real. <laughs> I think and, everybody that was black and was Tamara. Tamar. <laughs> kind of gave her the side eye because didn't know where she was going with it she tried to clean it up the best that she could black men are attractive i do like that's my well, what do you mean dark meat on the side that means honey that's I... you know what that means wait what are you reading it at I know about... how did you say it <laughs> i'm just saying like i when like, when i think about men i like <laughs> dark men i do I right like... you'd like your main man to be white and your, your side but it, it was kind of already out what already, she meant. 
So, <laughs> thoughts? First of all, I want to know what changed her mind. I don't think it ever changed her mind. Because I, I not th- our Jeezy, not our snowman. But this this is the thing that he I, definitely was ours, but he ain't no more. <laughs> well, this, Man, this is the thing true. that yeah, I I thought about Jeannie for the longest, like that she was always into African American men. It's always been something that she wanted. I just find it because like the way she grew up, she was a skater. She was around a lot of people in hip hop culture. She was like so that's what you've always wanted. It's just that you did that because you thought it was acceptable she did it because she's almost close to white passing you know and <laughs> yeah i don't want me to go there she ain't nowhere near white passing she's not, she, she not white passing but those who but, are but they're willing to take the asian the indian and the latin american culture and accept them as white passing and not accept then accept us, even if you light skin, right? Black, it's like you still black. It's like those Latinos that still Damn, support right. Trump, <laughs> even though he shamed them and make them look like a fool. On the, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's like that, and so like for me, it's just like, and I think I had this conversation with my friend, um, like the other day, and we were talking about how like it's so sad that like. Black men are fetishized by other cultures, and so are black women. Like, especially by white men. Like, we're fetishes for them. We're like a kink for them. The black form is just a fetish altogether. Yes. And I don't, like, don't use my people as your side piece and then your main piece because it's popular now or and we more accepting about the shit. Mm -hmm. Like, don't try to play your way into that. If that's how you felt, then... That's how you feel It's easy to feed into that Because everybody's doing it Yeah But it's hard to weed out the fake from the real Yeah it's so cute When everybody want to have a black man for the culture For you know But are Mm y'all really willing to deal With how black men are And everything that you have to take a test to it Everybody want to be down down Until when some civil rights shit shit Until it's black lives matter Or some shit and everybody quiet Everybody want to be brandy (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to be Monica (laughs) I'll take Gunica all day Which is true (laughs) It it's one of those things where this is how she's always felt like yeah, that she wanted so. to be with somebody of the like of our community. A fantasy. That's it. Not, not the aura she gave off was like, "I'm down. I'm a down not chick." Ne- exactly. Not necessarily a fantasy. Like this is something she wanted, but she went with that because it was acceptable, and she was like, "I, you know, th- I like having it on the side." No, you want that. But you wanna you wanna appease your family. You wanna appease your mama. You wanna appease your friends. Don't nobody want what comes with black people. No. Right. Don't nobody want. They that want smoke. the culture. They want the shoes, the hair, the weed. You wanna the be bag. able to talk like us. Talk you wanna like be us. able to like rap. Touch our hair. Dance like us. You wanna be able to dance like us. You wanna be able to kiki with us. You wanna be able to go to your friends and say, oh. I have a black friend. I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Exactly. You want to be able to do that, to see that you woke, to see that you accept it, but you don't want to be with us. So 
that's why I'm saying like everybody's talking about oh she's fake she's phony or whatever I feel like this was always the real her just because of what how she was in her past mm-hmm. this is the way she grew up but right. she didn't want to accept that she wanted to go with high main society so and then and then this dude basically treated you just like any other nigga Ooh. I'm just saying Oof. I'm I'm saying you thought that shit wasn't gonna happen to you you thought that shit wasn't gonna happen to you but that that nigga basically did did the same thing. Black men ha- don't cheat. Had a whole ba- They do. Hashtag black men don't cheat. They Chris, do. They friends just don't take up for them when they doing foul stuff. Ooh. But that's another topic for another, another day, day. And I'm going to say that. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, since we were talking about Monica and Brandy, you know, Dallas Gunica. Austin had an interview with Vlad TV that brought back up Why the fact Why are you talking that- about him cheating on Chili? First of all, you want to shit all his tea. <laughs> He talked about that too. I need to watch no, the he, full he, interview. He, he, he talked about he dished everything out from boys oh, he to left men. That out. Yeah, he dished out everything from boys to men being fake. But so you, you talk Twitter. about your trash. But ass. you didn't talk about your trash. Oh, I see what what this podcast is about. Y'all serving. <laughs> we start a little mess. That's why it's the teapot. Like we start a lot of mess. I I came all well researched, and y'all got more information than I could find. <laughs> <laughs> As he sip his water. Well, well, Dallas Austin had an interview with uh, Vlad TV, and he brought back up the fact that Monica punched Brandy, <laughs> punched Brandy in the face before their. Uh, <laughs> Just to so show you, Monica could not have the mix. <laughs> she already told y'all what's going down. Stop! 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 I didn't even think about that shit. <laughs> She did say that shit. The boy was most definitely hers. Yep. <laughs> she was gonna whoop your ass over it. But she she punched her in the face before their debut on the stage of the VMAs for what was it, nineteen ninety four? Okay, <laughs> out there. <laughs> Whatever. It was in, in the nineties. In the nineties. There we go. There we go. In the nineties. <laughs> And uh, a lot of people were talking about, like, e- even in some of the pictures, like, certain angles that you would catch I Brandy. Re- rewatch that. Her face was, like, a little puffy <laughs> on the side. It's always puffy. Now, it's always puffy. <laughs> These mics are good. <laughs> <laughs> it's always puffy. <laughs> he a Gunica fan. You, it Okay. No, 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 yeah, no. I definitely am. Oh, you team, you team class? Team Sass? You team I'm, Monica? Gunica, Gunica is not. <laughs> she is the angel of mine. <laughs> I've been in love with Monica forever. I, I've always liked her music, and I've always liked. I don't know, like her style. Even Dallas Austin said, like he stop it. Even Dallas Austin said that she was. He always she, told her to be herself. She was herself. She, she was her was. full self her whole career. She definitely was that was. ghetto Still girl because there was people that could connect with her. Right. Like seeing that in her music, like reflect that. I was like, oh yeah, like <laughs> I'm with it. I love her. First night, <laughs> I just make a move, but I want. That's my shit. Angel of mine is always gonna be a fave. It's just it's it's so good shit. I'm not gonna disagree with y'all. Monica has some good bops, but I am you a Brandy, a Brandy fan. fan. It's her vocal growth that got me. Look, Brandy went from sounding like 
she has some cotton up her nostrils Ooh. into what she sound now. Okay. <laughs> it's growth. And it happened dur- during the CDs as evidence. Look, so, I love, I love Brandy. She messy I, though. I love both of them. She messy, but. To be honest. I love both of them, to be honest. But when I was growing up, Monica, she just, I don't know if she connected more, more right. with me. It wasn't I those shoes saw, that she had in every day. I, I always, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Never meant to cause you no pain. <laughs> Them shoes was <laughs> Them church 11s Easter Sunday 12s Those those world worshippers <laughs> 13s <laughs> I don't know Brandy she was lovable But I like Brandy more as an actor Than I did as a singer she when was I was young actress, yeah. Exactly when I was young I don't know but why like, she stopped it It was after you know her situation Her legal situation mm-hmm. Oh yeah That kind of you know, changed yeah, everything When she got to I want to say it was Never Say Never. When she got to that album and Have You Ever Came Out, I was like, oh, I'm in love with Brandy. I was singing that song like yes. somebody had broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. You just feel like it and she you ain't never went through Like it. every CD that I listen to from uh, Brandy, she had vocal growth on every single she album. Does. Like every single album. And by the time we got to Full Moon, Brandy was mature like a, a glass of Brandy. Like those lie. vocals, her vo- her not. voice was everybody mature, likes mature. that album. I but she also like had a baby during that time, so when she you did. have a baby, your voice changed. Yeah, she got a little chunky. Yeah, but she had some great runs on that album though. And that's when her voice changed, like Beyonce's is. The Can babies be, be changing the voices. Every voice. Beyonce voice is like a edge wine and a okay. good cognac okay. right now. Million dollar question. Do you think Beyonce is pregnant right now or do you think that she's accepting Thicky B? First of all, she had that Duce pouch in her hand and mm-hmm. B would never be caught slipping if she was pregnant. Just saying. That's true. Million she ain't gonna dollar let babies. Die. She ain't gonna let them she ain't gonna be what caught do you out think, here. Chris? Do you think she's thick B or she's pregnant? She definitely Texas thick B. Yeah. I think the same. Yeah. <laughs> so stop saying she's pregnant every time y'all see her. She just women she thick. That, women gain weight. Like that, get over it. She that had twins. Face, that face gets way thick when she's pregnant. She been eating Popeyes. But I think she she's allowed to do that because Beyonce will put in the work to make sure she gets back down, down to her performable size. Yeah. yeah. Like to where she's comfortable performing. That's true. She's willing to work And she's super fit too Like already mm-hmm. Like she Gain her fat It's gonna come right back off Real quick See, Go ahead Come on Oh my god I need to get me some fat P-H-A-T Some baby fat <laughs> Kamora Lee got you honey You can get some But back to this beef Between Gunica and Brandy Cause we already decided Who, who we so, were So Okay so The whole thing was about The industry beef Essentially, yeah. because like the more that you look into it, it, it seemed like pitting. they were talking about exactly it was it, pitting them against each other. Exactly, and around that time, you know, there was Aaliyah, mm-hmm. there was Brandy, there was Monica. Like they were the young ones, right. and uh, Brandy, Brandy was trying to have beef with Aaliyah, and I think that was just industry trying to make her do it. But My Aaliyah, girl was classy. Aaliyah, Aaliyah was one of those people. Like, she said, pick yourself up and try again. And right? first she of said, all, she said, "There's room for all of us out here." And in those three <laughs> categories of Aaliyah, Monica, and Brandy, I was totally not worried about them. I didn't worry about Brandy <laughs> until about- after I lost Aaliyah, and I had Oops. to figure it out quick. We had to look okay, around. I like, who re- else do I have? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, where's my Pokemon card? <laughs> Which one do I pick now?" Who else was I, who else was I listening to? <laughs> 
Aaliyah's gone. Who else is out here? Who were, who who were we listening to outside of Aaliyah? Like, come on now. That's crickets. I don't remember That's anyone. Exactly. I mean, Bmx. <laughs> Deborah Cox. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We was listening to Cisco. Oh yeah. Without you, girl, my life but, is incomplete. But we talking about female wise. Female wise. Female. Though. It was like I, just Aaliyah. It, it was. It, it was, was just, just Aaliyah. Aaliyah. It was then, Aaliyah. Then you had your girl groups. Monica. And then you had your girl Brandy, groups. Girl groups. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had plenty of girl groups. Girl groups. I gave movies. all the attention to because I always wanted to be with. Yeah, so they got all, all my attention. I always wanted to be in group. When I was like younger, are you trying to start it, Chris? You got your note. Y'all don't want the smoke. Y'all don't want to believe the truth. But it really was industry beef that pitted them because yeah, she did try with her, and then she cleaned it up and was and like, she "No, it up. girl, I'm a really big fan." But did you see that she admitted the fact that like when she first started, like she. Was trying Aaliyah. to be like Aaliyah. Yeah, she was like, I always like. But Aaliyah. now when I watch the "I Want to Be Down" video, you can see it. You can see it. Yeah. You can see <laughs> all, the, all the, the rocks. She did every move. She pops. Studied Aaliyah all the way. All down. the way. Yep. <laughs> she wanted to be down for real. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be on R. Kelly's compound." <laughs> that's oh she, no! That's what she was trying to do. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm happy. It's awful. <laughs> it's just awful. You, you know, uh, Mother Norwood would not have She's that. Not that. She would not have that. What do you want with my baby? <laughs> my child. And with that, that fast Whitney talk. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But I, I mean, I'm happy they cleaned it up. I mean, now it's back because it's just something that Brandy wants. Apparently, I don't know. Are they still still supposed to be having that? Uh, Feminine tour that that black black yeah. girls tour. I don't want no tour they on if they beefing. Then, no, it, then she punched her in the face. Are, but she punched her. In the, she punched her for no reason. Let's talk about the fact that she punched her before going on stage, and now Monica feels like she does not have to retaliate because I already punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <Unica. laughs> I've already showed you. No, I, I showed you what I'm have, about. I'm not about that action. You can send all your subliminal jabs on Instagram, Twitter. It is okay. The because song is I still yours. But you she, in that ass. But, but you she, in she has been the bigger person yeah. every time now. Yes. Every she has time to since be. then. The song is mine. <laughs> it's my song. It's mine. It's mine. Like, girl, don't nobody care. Brandy. Meanwhile, she's like, yes, it is. It is she was right. like, yes, I just want to say I miss Whitney. She was a great godmother of mine. No, it's my fairy godmother. <laughs> the fairy godmother is mine. And then she, post, she posted the Cinderella situation. Yes. Come on. Talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it. Like I She put some thought in that process. Like, like, why do you got to be so petty? Just You better know how to bob and weave. To <laughs> just, just be ready. It's supposed to be You'll them. You'll catch on a bad day. It's going to be my, just one of them days. It's supposed to be them. What did you say? Huh? What did you say? <laughs> I don't know. I heard you. What? Did you say don't talk that shit no more? I'll beat your ass again. <laughs> No, 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 Chris. There's some, just came there's, some, there's some story behind that? this. <laughs> you did. We gotta rewind it. There's did some, I say that? There's you a story did. behind this. There's story. Okay, you're so talking to someone else. In, in high school, Uh-oh. there was this this fight that happened 
while we were this in was our, after I transferred after yes. orientation. I wasn't this, in this, this class. This is when we we were in our English class. Oh my God. It was me and my best friend Alex. And um two girls in in the middle of well, you know what? Let me backtrack. Everybody was on MySpace. MySpace mm-hmm. had a burn book. Imagine this time period. Uh, that somebody was just writing all kinds of stuff in there about us. Ooh. Now, we were the outcasts of the school. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't really mess with anybody. If you knew us, you knew us. If you didn't, Andre you did 3000 didn't. a giant. Yes. Love you, 3000. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I mean, but, this is why we're friends. But... In in that same sense, like the things that they would write on this burn book, you would be like, "Damn, like this person knows me, knows me." Like, okay, no, it's not even know you, know you. It's there. You you realize that they're in your group circle. It's somebody in my circle, and then they just make up some kind of rumor. Some rumor, yeah. It wasn't like true, true. It was most definitely like Mean Girls burn book, but. Exactly. That's what it was. But it, it, it wasn't the first one. This was the second one. It would be a spin you. on the truth because it was one, second and then edition. it got deleted. It got deleted, and then it came back. Yeah. Apparently, this somebody uploaded a picture of themselves on the burn book, oh. or as a profile picture or something. Yeah. And then everybody found out who it was, or felt like who it was. Wait. <laughs> And the profile was the burn book. Exactly. And someone accidentally (laughs) posted the picture. It was like, oh, let me update. Let me update update my my profile picture. (laughs) It's the book. Exactly. Whoops. So it came up. blown. (laughs) (laughs) So it came up. And like, everybody saw it, but they didn't put two. They didn't necessarily want to put two and two together to make four. Because they were like, "Mm, it can't be. Didn't Shut nobody really want to call it out? Oh, no. One girl <laughs> decided that she was going to call it out all the way. And all it was the in way. the middle of our English class. They started boxing. And we had <laughs> we had a sub. <laughs> and literally, after they ended up fighting, finished fighting, the girl that beat the girl's ass, <laughs> she said, don't write that shit no more or I'll beat your ass again. <laughs> don't talk shit about me. Shout out to substitute teachers for allowing us to do this. Bro. Bro, That was the best day to have a sub. (laughs) Because that fight went on for a minute. And it was was a WWE match. Bro, it was ROTC day. And you know they be dressed up in their clothes. (laughs) Wait, they was in ROTC (laughs) on top of that? One of them (laughs) had them dress socks on. No. Bro, what? Bro, that fight was everything. <laughs> That's the one thing I missed about East Forward was the f- was the fights. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like reel it back in. Everybody go to the chicken shack and watch the watch the fight. Good old yep. chicken shack. Dunbar used to come up there and try to fight people. Like it was too much. It was too yeah. much. Ooh, child, the ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> Got the best story. I was but, just so but, sad that I wasn't even in that class. But every time, every time something goes on, these fools, all the, my whole entire friend circle that I'm still cool with, they sit up here and say, "Don't write that shit no more. I'll beat your ass again." 
<laughs> and like oh every time gosh. we hear that shit, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna start saying it now. Sure. Don't write this shit no we more. gotta rewind that because I don't know if that's what I You really said it. <laughs> you said it and I heard it. And that's why I looked at you the way I looked at you. I was like, she tried to sneak that in there. I she heard it. it in there, right? I, just, I heard it. <laughs> I heard a word too, Michelle. <laughs> Okay, and the last thing that I wanted to bring up with the brew, I don't know if y'all saw it. There was an un, uh, uninterrupted interview where they have the little barbershop talks and they talk about um, topics Thanks. topics that are going on in the world, things that happen. Uh, Lil Knox X was there. They asked him why did he decide that he had to come out as a artist, as a black man. And he essentially said that when he was growing up, he was essentially taught to hate the gays like he he was taught homophobia and he was like if i'm at this plateau in my career at this point in my career i mean i might as well go ahead and let it out then them trying to come out and be like oh he's this you know all this stuff like i might as well air myself out instead of letting you try to do it right but he said that he was taught to hate and like they didn't have any other conversation on it they were talking about like why do you feel like that no it's not like that blah 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 all this shit and like we know so i wanted to ask y'all like how do y'all feel about homophobia in the black community so i feel like a lot like they were saying you didn't have to do that and you shouldn't have to do that but it think about it like this the press has gotten bigger and bigger each year like back in the day the stars could do all that wild shit and it was hearsay confirmed right. in or deny mm-hmm. it's not Jamie like Fox that parties. now because we didn't know he was dating katie holmes for a long periodically time like and they ain't even together no more and they're not even together no more really? like and he kept that hidden for a while mm-hmm. very well at that but you have to we have social media we have people that are now like people that'll go ahead and leak something really quickly so if we hadn't done it i mean if he hadn't done it on his own terms which i feel like he should have like that's that was his granted right to do that Mm -hmm. let him do it on his own terms instead of y'all trying to do it i mean remember how they did frank oh yeah how they do frank they released uh some uh, an open letter that he had frank ocean Oh. They released an open letter that he had, and he never about, got to do that for himself. Talking about how he, he had it. had a relationship and all this. What? I thought he released it with the song. He Mm-mm. no, it was a letter, and then they was they started digging into his they, lyrics for uh, Forrest Gump. For, yeah. Oh, oh! But yeah. you know it was about that. But yeah. think about it. He was a sample writer first. Like he was a writer first. Uh-huh. So he was writing for girls and boys. Right. And like even when he released his. Um, his his mixtape projects like he would say boy or he would say girl and stuff and everybody was just accepting it as a demo right like tyler the creator exactly everybody was accepting (laughs) it as a demo but like when that came out when they found that they were like oh he has to be messing with miguel or he has to be messing with tyler the creator or he has to be exactly so for me what's what's up with miguel Child. I mean, Miguel was a whole thing. Miguel, they were trying to figure Miguel out for when a, he first came out. Really, yeah, really were just because of the way that he dressed, right? And he even came out in his interview. Because this bad. 
Yeah. That's not his chick? No, that's yeah. his chick. That's oh, his okay. wifey now. I'm wifey. That's been his chick for a long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you heard of <laughs> That's been his chick. Be my wife. No. I was thinking the Countess. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking the Countess. That's the shit. I know what you were singing. I know what he was singing. Both of y'all are out of line. (laughs) But I I, I see it as this. So he came out because, like I said before on this show, coming out is for you. Like, it's not for everybody else. It's for you to be comfortable in who you are, have your peace of mind, and just be like, well, fuck it. You know, like, Either you rocking with me or you ain't. Right. But I, I'm happy that he did that rather than waiting until they did it. Because if they did it, they would have released their own narrative. Because we right. all know yep. the media would have sat up here and been like, oh, y'all got y'all kids listening to this man mm. and he's a gay. And then they all questioning. Exactly. Kids oh, he's trying to turn my kids gay because right. he's saying I want to ride. I mean, till they I can't did no that. They got, I hate it when but they straight men had straight men had already did they that did once that. that as soon as it came as out. As soon as I and did. I was I just like, that. I hated that because all y'all was singing in the club. Personally, I didn't even thank like you. the song. I did not even like the song, honestly. And but y'all over here hitting the road to the damn it. song. Everybody singing it, and then as soon as like it's on Twitter, then they like. Oh, he's singing about something else. Like, no, he's no. not. No. Like, that's what the, you interpret it to be. It's the same song that you learned. Yeah. When you didn't know his sexuality. So what's, what's going to change after that? That's I got a good chuckle out of that. You, and you saw them ask Lil Nas X. They said, so what, so what is the song about after all they that shit happened? That? Yeah. And he said, I just really like horses. Right. <laughs> I'm, I, well, I'm actually a cowboy. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, I like horses. So, like, I, I'm going to go. I don't ride. understand what it is about just fragile masculinity. Like, people live their lives. You live your life. Keep on going. So, like, do y'all not think that in the black community, it's hor- that's a it's, learned aspect? Yeah. Like, towards mm. hom- homophobia? I can honestly say that it is because, like, and I can I can say it on my own terms. Like, being in that household, you do have people who are, like, very homophobic and they try to sway right. your mind and, 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 like, they don't explain what it is instead of giving you the option to have a free, free and clear mind when you're a child. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's learned. It's just like racism is learned. Right. It's learned, like, for you to have a parent or something like that to sway your mind. And it, it takes for you to actually, like, be outside the bubble and live when you're growing up. Right. To yeah. see that you don't have the same mindset as your family would and how they carry it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that it's learned and it's horrible in the black community right because like in the white community no offense but they get glorified especially when it's the black the white boys doing makeup and, on a makeup page but, and i never what? see any no. brown skin guys they, that do it you know what i'm saying like, for the white community i feel like they assume that almost all of them had some kind of experience like that or they right. play like that or they are that or whatever but in the black community it's the opposite. It's like don't play like that. Don't do that. It's the opposite. Yeah. Even if even do you know when I was like when I was younger, even if I heard a song and I decided that I wanted to play like I was twerking, like I used to get punched in the chest. Yeah. What? <laughs> Just cause I, I'm playing. That reminded me of an instance where um so y'all remember um Good Burger? Yeah. Kelly, he had like the little surfer dude here, I'm a dude, she's a dude, we all do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was staying with my my dad and um, 
stepsister. And we found this random ass wig. So I put it on. I said, I'm a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was, he was, he was so hot. And I was like, bro, what's wrong with you? You, you like just did a whole term in prison. Like, we worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> we worried about we you. We worried about you. Ass. Ass. <laughs> we like, <laughs> you worried about me. So, like, but no, I think the thing with, like, well, from my perspective, I think the thing is just like, is people are scared to be labeled that just because people have seen how people react. So you might not even have an issue with like a gay lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you might have gay friends, but you don't want to be hanging with all your gay friends and then be labeled gay and then have to deal with their lifestyle problems because unlike being black, white, or Puerto Rican or whatever, you can see it. Like mm-hmm. people can speculate and then you have to go through the hellfire. I feel like that's true. It's a double jeopardy to like be black and a woman and black and a male and then black and gay like yeah i think it's so hard like to be a double standard yeah to just be a double standard like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like because because people like like pretty lesbians but they don't really like masculine lesbians yeah that's true that's true if you're if you're a lipstick lesbian they're willing to accept you more than if you're a stud if you're like if you like dressing like a you know if yeah. you're a little tomboy right yeah. like they don't necessarily like that i love it <laughs> quite frankly i'm like and don't be a trans with a little child. stubble don't, exactly <laughs> it's it's like you got to have that shaved right it's it's like why why do we find these stigmas and be like oh because it's different i don't like it I so like we it. all should hate it right. rather than being like why do I think like that? Uh, why do I? Why do I not want to understand? I feel like that? with anything different, like that's a natural response. Like either I'm gonna dislike it or I'm gonna embrace it. And most people, unfortunately, aren't mature enough to just embrace things. Yeah, I mean, people are afraid of, uh, afraid of the unknown in this like certain certain. Like you don't know what you don't know what to do. You don't. People know how are to hella it. sensitive right now. Yeah. Too. That. Yeah. That, yeah. Did you see the meme podcast said uh, they living they live why are we living in a world with a whole bunch of Ralph Transvat ass niggas? Yeah. And what a whole bunch of what with me? Ralph Transvat ass that? niggas. What is that? Sensitivity. Yeah. <laughs> Sensitivity. Oh yes. <laughs> a whole bunch of sensitive like ass me. niggas. Oh, I was yeah. like, that's don't get me started i mean but we are why why are we why are we so sensitive in a world i don't understand why we're so sensitive where like we're in a world that's everything is basically put out to the front for everybody to see it and forecast it so there's like literally nothing that you could even not even be unaware of or explore it is either Mm -hmm. gonna come up on your page on twitter Mm -hmm. somebody else is probably gonna repost it put you in a group so your friend's gonna talk about it like Mm -hmm. i feel like they talk about how we're like in a world of progression but we don't progress because like we just got commentators yeah commentators are commentators we're not problem solvers like the previous generation right now everybody's worried about everybody else's opinion yeah i think i think it's because because we're in the social media age, everybody's worried about what somebody How else is think? saying what or what somebody's doing. Don't we need do more this, people with calls to actions and leading Ooh. the charge. Ooh, Man. Speak it. Right. Speak it. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to our special teabagged episode. Hope you enjoyed. Again, special shout out to Chris of Chris X Fitness for dropping through for that collaboration, as well as special announcement. Our girl Miss Allure of the Off the Chain Podcast is hosting an adult game night at 
Four Quarter Sports Grill, October 18th from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Tickets are available now. I'll leave the link in the description as well as you can find that same link for tickets on our Instagram at Teapot Podcast. And follow through. Come get your ass whooped by your aunties. We competitive as shit, okay? (laughs) Uh, Come and kick it with us. Dance, enjoy, have a drink, have a good time. Hope to see you guys there. And until next episode, keep sipping. What you say? Block on lock, the trunk stay locked. Blocked on cock, the block stay hot. (laughs) 